Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of History Every Day, where we look back on the most interesting events that took place on this day in the past. Today is August 14th, and I'm Austin Dahl, your host as always. Let's get into it and let's see what we can learn today. On August 14, 1842, the Second Seminole War, an armed conflict between the United States and the Seminole Native American tribe, officially came to an end. This war had been a protracted and costly conflict that primarily took place in the territory of Florida. The Seminole tribe, along with other Native American groups, fiercely resisted the U.S. government's attempts to relocate them from their ancestral lands to lands west of the Mississippi River. The Second Seminole War was characterized by guerrilla warfare tactics used by the Seminoles, making it challenging for the U.S. forces to achieve a decisive victory. Ultimately, the U.S. government's efforts to remove the Seminoles from Florida were largely successful. Many Seminoles were forced to, forcibly relocated to the Indi- Indian Territory, now Oklahoma, as a result of the conflict. The war's end marked a significant shift in the history of the Seminole people and their relationship with the U.S. government. On August 14, 1893, France achieved a historic milestone by becoming the first country to implement a system of motor vehicle registration. This marked the beginning of a formal process for identifying and regulating motor vehicles, a practice that would eventually become widespread around the world. The introduction of motor vehicle registration was a a response to the rapid growth of automobiles and the need to ensure their proper identification, documentation, and adherence to regulations. This system allowed authorities to keep track of vehicles, their owners, and various details, such as vehicle specifications, ownership transfers, and compliance with safety standards. On this day in 1917, during the tumultuous period of World War I, the Republic of China took a significant step by officially declaring war on the Central Powers. This declaration marked China's alignment with the Allied Powers against the Central Powers, which included Germany, Austria-Hungary, and the Ottoman Empire. While this declaration symbolized China's support for the Allied cause, it's important to note that China's contribution to the war effort was primarily in the form of laborers rather than combatants. China had been sending laborers to Europe to assist the Allies with various tasks, such as manual labor and logistical support. This approach continued even after the declaration of war, with China's efforts focused on aiding the Allies in ways that didn't involve direct military engagement. China's involvement in World War I and its declaration of war highlighted its desire to participate in global affairs and support the broader efforts of the Allied powers against the Central Powers. On August 14, 1935, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signs the Social Security Act into law establishing the Social Security Program in the United States. 
This landmark legislation aimed to provide financial support to retired and disabled individuals and their families, as well as to offer unemployment benefits. Social Security has since become a crucial safety net for millions of Americans, ensuring economic stability during times of need. The act marked a significant step in the development of the modern welfare system and remains a fundamental pillar of the U.S. social safety net. For the final topic of today's episode, we go back to August 14, 1941. Amidst the turbulence of World War II, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill and U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt met about the HMS Prince of Wales met aboard, excuse me, the HMS Prince of Wales off the coast of Newfoundland. This historic meeting resulted in the signing of the Atlantic Charter, a joint declaration outlining the principles and goals that would guide their nation's conduct during and after the war. The Charter affirmed their commitment to collective security, disarmament, self-determination, and economic cooperation among nations. It aimed to create a world free from aggression and and oppression, ensuring that people could live in peace and enjoy fundamental human rights. While not legally binding, the Atlantic Charter set the stage for the creation of international organizations like the United Nations after the war, reflecting a shared vision for a more just and peaceful global order. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of History Every Day where we look back on the most interesting things that happened on this day in the past. I hope you learned something new. I hope at least one of these topics, you know, sparked an interest in you and that you'll dive a little bit deeper into it. It can be just reading the Wikipedia page or watching a video or renting out a book at the library. But I suggest, you know, you try to make an effort to every day learn something new. We'll be back tomorrow for some more daily history. Have a great rest of your day.